You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, Hanukkah, Sameach, whatever. Merry, Merry Hanukkah. Christmas. Uh, I, I, should, I, should I send your kids presents? Like, have your kids not gotten any presents yet? <laughs> so, I, I did get my... So, I went to, like, the store on Sunday, and I bought my kids some, like, $2 garbage presents, like a, a little Hanukkah Rubik's Cube and, like, a straw with a dreidel on it, like, that kind of stuff to sort of, you know, tide them over. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we go to my parents' house for uh, for Sunday night for the first night for lighting candles, which was actually really nice. I've never, like... Even though my parents have lived here par- sort of semi for, like, a year and a half now, mm-hmm. we've never actually, like, gone over to their house as a family and done something. Like, I never felt like they lived here before Sunday night. It was nice. So we go over, we light the candles... And then I, I give both to my kids and to my nephews, like, the little junk gifts that I got them just to tie them over so that they have a gift. And they were overjoyed. They're happy with their, you know, $2 gifts. Yeah, kids will never parents... really complain and say, like, this gift stinks. Little kids. Kids will always yeah. be appreciative of your garbage. Oh, little kids, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if the gift costs a dollar or $100, they don't know the difference. And then, um, and then my parents bring out these massive boxes with, like, $100 gifts for my kids. What the hell they, is going they on? They we gift cut you. presents. Yeah. Yeah, they totally did. So then I said, I'm like, wait a second. I only gave them these things because I thought they weren't getting any presents. So then I tried to take back the Rubik's Cube. You tried to take them back? Well, they didn't care because they, I mean, they got like, my son got a Lego set. and They got real presents that parents who love them would have gotten them. Yeah, exactly. They got legitimate presents. And now I just noticed my my assistant, my secretary, uh, when I got to work today, she left a present for my kids. On, at my desk today, which is nice. I've never, I've never, you know, you always give your assistant like a bonus for the holidays. Uh-huh. I've never gotten, I've never gotten anything back. But that is very box, nice. Did a, you give the bonus yet? Yeah, yeah I gave it. Yeah, oh, because yeah. I was going to say, it might have to, if you. Yeah. Oh, otherwise, it's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, you have to give like a bigger, bigger gift then. Yeah. So, um, she, so she says something for the kids. So now I get credit. I'm going to give them a gift another day. So all of a sudden, I'm super Hanukkah. Well, you're going to take credit for that gift and not say it's from you know Sally at work. To my kids, my seven-year-old thinks knows who my secretary is. What do they care? I mean, I'm, well, I mean, I will have them write a thank you note to my secretary. So then but, you're going to have to say like it, it's not for me. I'll say here's your Hanukkah present, and then I'll say write a thank you note, and at the top of it, write Joan. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, what have your kids gotten? Um, they really, I think, basically. First of all, it's tricky because all my kids' birthdays are basically in this like month span. Yeah, mine too. All my four kids' my birthdays kids are birthday. all so, December. Yeah. And Jen's birthday is the second night of Hanukkah. Yeah, and my wife's is, I don't know her Hebrew birthday. That's probably bad. But the, the 
Um, they're all around here. My wife's next week, and my, two of my kids are this week. Everyone is in the same like month except me. So yeah. what's what's funny is my wife gave my son got a gift, but he found he picked it out in a store, so he played with it for two weeks, and then my wife wrapped it up again tonight. My two year old and gave it to. Oh. You know what? I should have done that to my wife because I gave my wife – I ordered my wife because I plan ahead. I ordered my wife's present in early October because it said it could take two months to deliver and her birthday's in December. Oh, yeah. But it I ended up present, coming yeah. early. Yeah, it ended up coming early and I mentioned to her, I said, you know, I got your birthday present early. I think you're really going to like it. Do you want me to give it to you now or on your birthday? And she like begged for it now. That's so a psychopath right test, right? Like I'll give you two yeah, presents, so. yeah. two presents later or what? Or your birthday so, present now. So she, she begged to see it. So I gave it to her. She loved it. She was over the moon. Mm-hmm. And then, and then her birthday was Saturday morning, and like you know, like I always do, I made her breakfast in bed on Saturday. But because it was Shabbat, I couldn't make her eggs. I couldn't make her like and hot coffee. So I gave her like cold coffee, and I made like guacamole. I I gave her like cold things because okay. you know we can't cook on Shabbat. Yeah. And she was like really pissed at me because I hadn't given her a present because I didn't have her like a hot breakfast for her. And I'm like, first of all, I gave you the like, so I'm like basically I'm getting punished for giving you the present early. She's like, well, you didn't plan. I'm like, I did plan. I planned too well. I ordered. Yeah, too no, far it's in a advance. crazy mistake. I would never do that. Yeah. So I told her, I said, I'm never giving you a birthday present early again because on your birthday, you got mad at me that I didn't have Did a present Did you have to go you. out and like get her a second present? No. So I made her breakfast in bed again yesterday morning, which is Sunday morning. So I, we it, we gave her her non-Shabbat birthday. And then her Hebrew birthday is the second night of Hanukkah, which is tonight. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, I'm going to give her breakfast in bed a third time in four That's days. That's absurd. So that I don't, does she love well, breakfast in bed that much? It's the thought that counts. You like, know? Does she the actually eat it in bed? Days. Yeah, well, yeah, she eats it, and then the kids eat most of the bites. They probably you know, get it all over your bed if the kids are eating it. Yeah, uh, the, 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 yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> um, did she tell you I wished her a happy birthday? Did did you did she tell me that you wished her a happy birthday? I I WhatsApped her happy birthday, Doctor Jen. Oh, she said Ty. No, she I bet you didn't know who it was. Oh. Um, <laughs> she said new phone. Who dis? Um, yeah, so, all right, yeah, and that's what my kids got, like, same Legos and girls, my, my daughter got a doll thing, and the older girl gets jewelry, um, really the mistake I made, if you listen to Robin Akiva, is not buying everybody a lot of Mets stuff, because I really have yeah. an uphill well, well, battle. your son is such a troll. It's what crazy. It's really crazy. I'll, t- I'll tell you. By the way, you call him a troll, and he, he's, you've obviously done that before, because he screamed objected that he's not a troll, which means he knows what a troll is. He has is. no idea what it is. I've never called him a troll before. Yeah. He, he just knew. Oh. He could sense the context, because... <laughs> For people who yeah. don't know what we're talking about, my son has decided that he's a Yankee fan because his two best friends are Yankee fans. My wife says it's my fault because I... T- I mean, it is her fault. I troll the, his best friends. One, they're, they're twins. They're not identical, but I don't know their names, and I've seen them like you know at least three times a week every single... you know They're six years old every single week of their life. I don't know who's who. I just call them like... Let's say their name was like Bob and Dave. I call them Bob slash Dave. Like I, I still do not know their names after six years. I'm no closer yeah. to knowing their names. Um, and like they'll come over and they'll be like, hey, look what I have. I have a Yankees blanket. And I'll like throw it off the porch or something. So okay. like I, I... So I, I like... Me, so you've kind of earned Yeah, this. I'm in a fight with, with six-year-olds. And they'll, they'll like yeah. attack me and then they'll... You know, so, so what my son does, there is... Um, there's a job in synagogues where there, where people give out candy, and that guy is called the, uh, the candy, candy man. man. But in my synagogue, there's, I, I don't think you needed to give that whole explanation. My synagogue is also uh, there's a baseball cart guy also who gives out. If you go to him, it gives you a sports cart, baseball, basketball, okay. football. So he told me that my son has been asking him like, "Hey, next week, can you bring Yankee cards for me?" Oh, so 
He, uh, you're, you're, a t- you're not, this is when you're an absentee father, this is what happens. Your kids go astray. What do you mean? I was so good with him on the podcast. <laughs> he was, you know, we were, we were, we were gelling. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to get out of this. He likes the Jets because they also, they like the Jets. So I'm safe on that. I mean, maybe okay. it's bad. Maybe like, maybe it's better if he likes the Yankees. Maybe he'll be a winner. Like he won't have any, if you're a Mets <laughs> fan, like, you know, I, Yankee fans can't know real suffering. But, and like, no, but you'd be, but you'd be fine with them being a fan of another team. It's not the Yankees. Yeah. Like if they were all Minnesota twins fans, cause they were twins, like, okay, who cares? You know? But the, yeah, that was confusing to Robin your story. I think. Yes, that they are twins, but they like the Yankees, not the Twins. Yes, yes. Yeah, if they like the Seattle Mariners, God bless them. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty bad. Also, yeah, but. longest longest playoffless streak in sports. Jets are coming yeah. though. Jets are coming for that record. <laughs> um, Boy, they, they mentioned on the pot the Jets did not make the playoffs the entirety of the seventies. Yeah, the, the whole seventies, the whole decade. Because they yeah. well, they I mean, they may have played a playoff game like January first, nineteen seventy. Probably not because the. I'm not sure, but yeah, they the didn't early make it playoff games were in December back then. Yeah, yeah, well, right. They took I mean, the Super Bowl was the 12th already, the 1969. Yes, yeah. yeah, so they don't play yeah. in the in the. No, so they did. They. Oh, maybe it was like December 30th, 1970, the 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 Super Bowl four year. Um, but yes, yeah, so they don't play. They don't make the playoffs the whole 70s. Then they they make it a couple times in the 80s, and they didn't really make it this decade after the first year. They they missed the whole decade minus year one. Yeah. It, it's tough. It's it's upsetting it's because when your team doesn't make the playoffs, you forget how cool it is to have good, to have important football games, and like it ruins your life having a big football game. Like you can't breathe. I don't know about yeah. you. Like it's, I can't breathe during a big Jack game. Like it's not enjoyable. It's a, it's torture. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially like for Viking, the way that Vikings games usually end yeah. is torture. Yeah, I I do to this day I do regret you know Jen at one point was secretly videotaping me through a window during the end of the Viking Saints game. Mm-hmm. And I saw her and yelled at her and made her stop. Yeah. I actually do wish that she had continued. Like I would like now that I know how it ended, I would like to sort of see that. Yeah. and you know, well, she was famously out of the house when you uh, when when they scored the touchdown. Yes, for the last minute. Yeah, because I got mad at her for videotaping, and so she left. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has not returned. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her in a while. That's true. All right, so let's let's jump into week seventeen. Uh, we have fewer games that mean anything than you know we we would have hoped. Uh, of course, because the NFL sucks in the way they do things, and they lock these teams into seeds. And so, like, you know, the Bills, for example, are locked into the five seed, whereas, you know, they could be playing to get a home game over Houston. Or, the or something the like nice that. thing about Week 17 for me is Week 16 is not enjoyable because it's just about fantasy championships if you are privileged enough to be in some fantasy finals. Um, yeah. So that's really, like, normally I'm very good at separating fantasy from regular football, but not on Championship Sunday. I was really sweating all of my fantasy finals. Yeah. Uh, my brother, by the way, mm-hmm. he uh, he won uh, one of the leagues that you guys are in together. Yes. And his and his wife, who's Brazilian, it's very cute. She's uh, trying to like celebrate his victory, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. My wife openly roots against me, so I don't know what it's like to have a wife. And my wife doesn't know like nothing's my fantasy league. Like she has no idea. I mean, yeah. I'll say like, oh, no, but she, if I win like a thousand like, bucks, these... I'll say like, hey, let's go out for a nice dinner or something. But you know, other yeah, than that, and I, I just I, I just realized. I hope yeah, no, this won't come up before he gets home. So she's like doing all these surprises for him when he gets home from work today, and she made like these like pictures for him, and she was asking me for like. NFL related puns and jokes to to put in inside jokes to put in her uh, like drawings that she made for him. So it's cute. She's uh, she's wow. very excited for him. That's that's wild. Yeah. She drew she drew a very accurate looking picture of Freddie Mercury holding up a, although it looked a little bit like Stalin. What does Freddie Mercury have to do with our fantasy league? And we are the champions. Oh, because Sammy is like the Stalin of that league. I I, I thought uh, it was... uh, I see. Oh, so the Stalin Mercury thing is intentional. It's I possible. See. I don't know if Tete knows yeah. that. So she's really yeah. into I wow, who knew? Yeah, she likes winners. Yeah, <laughs> she's very comp- she's very competitive. Sammy told me. Really? <laughs> Why'd she marry? 
<laughs> I knew that was coming. All right. Uh, okay. So let, yeah, let's jump into this. So uh, first of all, the so, we still we're, we're recording this before the Packers Vikings Monday night game, mm-hmm. which ha- has a lot of impact because both of those teams could be anywhere seated from you know as high as two to as low as six. Yeah, it's it's all about seating. It's funny because we we had this argument earlier in the year where I said like yeah. nobody cares about seating, but that's the only thing you can care about other than the Titans game. It's just all seating, seating, seating this year. Yeah, well, no, I mean, well, that's not true because there's the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles and the Cowboys, Cowboys, but that's barely the playoffs. That's like that's like when you get excited about like who's going to earn the invite to the NIT. Yeah, but honestly, like I think that team is probably going to win. They're going to be home. They're going to be playing a much better team. Win one game, and then they'll get then they'll lose forty to ten the next week, though. Okay, yeah, but they're going to knock out a Super Bowl contender. Like there's five teams in the NFC. I I mean, Seattle's. I don't know if you can really call Seattle a Super Bowl contender. They're at like a plus twelve point differential on the season. They run thirty times a game. So bad. I mean, it's like the second, first, second, and third running backs are all out for the season now. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is going to Lynch and Turbin are sounds like are coming back. Yeah, they're bringing the cavalry. I, it, to me, Look, every, everybody's been criticizing them that they never had a game decided by more than one score. So they went out and had a game decided by more than one score. You know, the second, uh, you know, it was nice when the Jets had this uh, when when uh, Duck Hodges was in, because there's a certain type of quarterback. It's like, oh, they cannot move the ball except by accident, and and yeah. that's really what it should be with Brett Hundley. But somehow the Seahawks could not shut down Brett Hundley, which is more telling to your defense than not, you know, doing anything against Kyler Murray, which is at least semi reasonable. Yeah, and the Packers on the down low, by the way, have been similar to Seattle. They have not been so good this year either. Yeah, the Packers really haven't had a moment in like six weeks. Yeah, I saw that line moved all the way up to five and a half for tonight's game, by the way, which I'm a little bit nervous about. As well. I mean, that's so. like a who's trying harder at this point because the Packers aren't the Vikings aren't five and a half points better or two and a half points better even. Well, I mean, but by, by statistically they are. I mean, the Vikings have the second best point differential behind San Francisco, and the Packers are like plus twenty. The Packers are like barely, the Packers are barely above five above even. Also, did you see the? Um, the Vikings only do two receiver sets. Yeah, because they don't have a third. Yeah, that's receiver so on their fascinating. Team. I have tell tell people about this if you know more about it. Well, I mean, well, it's a function of a couple things. First of all, you know, starting when Stepanski Stepanski came in towards the end of last season, mm-hmm. they wanted to be more focused on the run. Mm-hmm. But it's also it's a function of their personnel. They don't have a third receiver. Like they're only, they only have two good receivers in Diggs and Thielen, and Th- and Thielen has missed half the season. So for the last you know for the last several weeks, they were forced to play either B.C. Johnson or Laquan Treadwell. Like. If they had a good third receiver, they might be playing more with three receiver sets. Because, yeah, most teams in 2019 play three receivers, play 31, what, 50% of the time I think the second lowest is 47, and you guys are in the teens. Yeah. Like so you, the Vikings never do. They play two tight ends. Right, so they, they essentially Smith. use Irv Smith as, like, the third wide receiver, basically, with Rudolph. Yeah. But, again, it's, it's, it's part of it is strategic, but I think part of it is personnel. You know, once Thielen's back... They'll have two legit wide receivers, and then if they want to trot out BC or something like that, maybe they'll do it a little bit more frequently. And also, to be frank, they haven't been losing a lot, and so you don't, you know, you don't need to pass so much. But even, I mean, they were losing a lot in Denver, and they came back, and they were losing a lot in the Packers, and they came back. So I guess they did have a couple games they were losing, and they came back. It's so. really crazy, but, um, also that uh, you know, first of all, the Laquan Treadwell thing—it's like five years later that pick is still killing you because you don't have a third receiver. He's still on the team somehow, yeah. even though he's. So useless to the point where they're like reinventing the rules of football. Well, they re-signed him because of the fact that they had no. I know, else. but like, and BB's out and for also, the year. Like, they had a bunch of guys who got injured. Yeah, BB got hurt. For, well, is out for the year, and they um, uh, what's his name? The guy who was on the Titans for a couple of years who led them in receptions. Not they signed him in the preseason, but then he got injured. Yeah. Not uh, who am I thinking of? Doesn't matter. He's not relevant. That AJ Brown is unbelievable, by the way. Yeah, he's gonna end as like a top like twelve like fantasy wide receiver, and he was AJ, like, 
picked yeah. up and dropped seven times as a rookie. In as a rookie, like next year he's going to be a superstar, or someone's going to bid forty two dollars for him and he's going to be useless. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, Tannehill is Tannehill staying there? You know, is that whole Tennessee thing? You know, regressing back to earth? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's let's do quick picks. I guess we have to pick every game. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So let, let's get the ones that don't matter out of the way first. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the way, the guess the lines. I had a couple listeners. I didn't send out a form, so a couple listeners like emailed me or DM'd me. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate uh, Elon Allen sent it in the form of the Google form that I've been making. So instead of saying like you know Packers the lines, instead of saying the Packers are favored by six and a half, he said away team six and a half. Oh nice. So I like that he uh, that Elon stayed committed to that cause. But um, all right, so let's do the irrelevant games first. Jets at Buffalo. I actually thought the Jets would be favored in this game. Because the Jets have done a good job of beating uh, like bad teams. Yeah, and the Bills not trying I, should be a bad team. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I actually had Jets favored by two and a half. I was wrong. Uh, Buffalo is still favored, so, but uh, only by one. It's a point. little weird, like you said. The Jets have been somewhat competent. You know, they. I mean, they just beat the Steelers. Although the, I mean, the Steelers they're, are they're, they're five hundred with Darnold this year, right? They went zero and three in the fall games and six and six with Darnold. Yeah, they are five hundred with with Sammy D. Yeah. So if Sammy D doesn't get injured, you could be playing for a playoff game this week. No, because uh, they probably still lose some of those games anyway. Yeah, uh, they don't beat the Eagles. Yeah. They lost third, a zillion to three in the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, no. The, 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 if you if they had times. beaten two, they lost to the Dolphins, the Bengals, and the Jaguars. If they'd won two of those three games, they'd be playing against yeah. a, uh, a limpless, you know, uh, Bills not even trying team to make the playoffs this week, and that would be nice. Yeah, or if they had won Week One against the Bills and and another game. And, um, yeah. What's crazy is um, the Jets, like, well, this on. was the yeah. Jets' year just to make the playoffs. And they could have regressed next year, but... Because the AFC sucks, yeah. Not just AFC sucks. The Jets have the, by far the easiest schedule in football. Their furthest West game, I think, was in Miami. Like, they literally did not go West all year. <laughs> next year, they go to L.A. twice, Seattle, Kansas City, and Indianapolis. They have, like, five legit trips. This year, the fir- like, they didn't go further than Philly. It was insane. Yeah. So. Um, sorry about that. And, and and you're gonna get a uh, what? You'll get a third place schedule next year, so it's not too bad. Uh, no, their schedule is really hard. Um, oh, okay. But well, let's just recap last week quickly. So I made a whole bunch of I made six hundred million dollar bets. I won four, lost two. So I'm now up uh, nine hundred and sixty seven million dollars in the year, almost a billion. Uh, you only made two bets. You won them each, so you're up to one point nine billion. So we're both uh, rolling in the fake dough. Uh, I think I'm first place in our uh, pool of pools, pick four pool. Um, so we've both been doing pretty good. And winners and losers, you beat me last week. You you co- we both have the Vikings tonight, but you are twelve and three, just picking up straight winners and losers. I went eleven and four. So uh, on the season, I'm up on you a couple games, but by weeks, we've each won six weeks and we've tied four weeks, heading into week seventeen. So week seventeen, which is one of the randomest weeks, uh, could be for a lot of tiebreakers. Um. All right, that's exciting. All right. So Jets at Buffalo. Um. I'm gonna pick the Jets to win, obviously, since I thought the Jets would actually be favored in this game. Yeah, I think the Jets will win. I mean, it's is it possible uh, okay. the Bills could try, but I don't I, I don't think so. I mean, when we say try, not try. Like the players are obviously going to try. The right? players who are playing and, will try. Yeah. And you you only have fifty three players on your roster. So most of the players who are playing are players who are either starters or rotation players. They're only resting like a couple of yeah, guys. Yeah, and you right? don't rest your linemen unless they're really dire you know, they're yeah, like in dire that's health. What I'm saying. So So who are they actually resting? Like Josh Allen well, a big might deal. Not play a full game. That's a big deal. The the backups for a lot of teams are useless. Yeah, and then anybody you know, um, probably your best receiver if he's got a nick or you know a scrape or something. Yeah, uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati. So I had a nice little joke here that uh, now that Cincinnati clinched the one seed, uh, all their backups can rest and they can play their starters in Week Seventeen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I think Andy Dalton. Uh, I definitely think that Cincinnati wins this game. Cleveland's falling apart, and I don't understand why Cleveland's favored. We should do a draft of where Dalton ends up next year. 
Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in the offseason. But uh, are you, who are you picking this game? Huh. Um, us, Cleveland. Okay, all right. Uh, Atlanta at Tampa is the only other early game that has zero meaning. Two teams that uh, until until James threw four interceptions last week have looked much better in the yeah, second half. Yeah, uh, you know, fantasy's not super relevant week seventeen, but this could be a like a like a forty-two to thirty-seven game or something. Yeah, I want. I thought Tampa was going to finish on a six-game winning streak and go nine and seven. I thought they were going to beat Houston. Uh, Instead, Tampa did really, that. No, I'm. I'm. I thought Tampa. Oh, was I thought you said Atlanta. That. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Maybe I did. But um. But yeah. But then they they lost to Houston last week. Um. And these would be two contenders for the one. NIT. Both these teams would have a chance in the football NIT. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to pick Tampa, I guess, as the home team. I don't have a strong opinion. Yeah, Jameis is going to go nuts. I think they throw 70 times. I think they try and get Jameis like, what if Jameis, like, if you're Bruce Arians and you're trying to have fun this week, try and get like start every possession by taking 10 intentional false starts so Jameis could beat Norm Van Brocklin and throw for 555 yards. Yeah. Because if he does that, he also, I think, sets the, like if he hit 555, I think you're talking about maybe beating Breeze also. Okay, so he needs two interceptions. Yeah, to hit obviously the, to, that's to hit why the, you want to throw seventy times. He'll get that by yeah, one thirty, famously. Yeah, he needs two interceptions. Hit the thirty thirty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he, he will. He will do that. We'll be for telling sure, our right? grandkids about the thirty thirty club if he gets there. Yeah, and then he's and he's going to get the five thousand yards for sure. Yeah, that, he's fifty away, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's four. He's in the forty nine hundreds. He's more than fifty, but yeah. Now the all time record, as you said, for a single season is what's the exact number for Breeze? It's five thousand. It's in the four uh, four hundred. Oh no, it's Peyton Manning. Excuse me, five thousand because Peyton Manning threw one more oh, yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah, five thousand four hundred and seventy seven. So it's a little more than five hundred so yards. He, he has to do the yeah, Van Brocklin. No, he would need four seventy seven plus. He's at forty nine oh eight right now. So he he needed almost five hundred. He needed five hundred and sixty nine. That's exactly the Van Brocklin. Van Brocklin's five fifty four. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, so that would be yeah, incredible. He, it would be it would be one of the like the greatest thing I've ever seen in football. <laughs> Someone has to send this to like would John. Would John John? Does he have any Bucks connections? Tell them that uh, that yeah. Jameis has to throw for five seventy. All week. right. So are you picking Tampa to win? Yeah, then? Uh, and we're rooting for oh, Jameis okay. to to throw for six hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six hundred yards. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, it is right. funny that that record, you know, every passing record has been... By the way, there's no way that'll help you in fantasy because if you play, if you have Jameis, uh, you lost in Week 16 when he had one touch under four picks. True. Although I did so. I did bench him because I had Tannehill, but it didn't matter. Kyler didn't. So listen, the... Um, I don't know why I said so listen and then I forgot what I was going to say. I don't I'm know. getting old. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go to the uh, the late meaningless oh, games. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So it's crazy. Every yeah. single record, other than speaking of the Van Brocklin five hundred fifty four passing yards in a game, every passing record has gone down. But that has not really been under assault at all. Like there yeah. haven't even and been a lot of five hundred yard passing games, even though. Um, but also the touchdowns. We haven't seen eight touchdown passes in a game. We've never seen eight touchdown passes, but we've seen seven. But tied. there's less running up the score now, I think, than there was probably thirty years ago. Outside, maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah. Is that I, I don't I don't know what the there's not is, a lot of yeah I just think it's I think there's like people don't want to get the you know players to get hurt and they think running well the NFL also changed the rules a few years ago where point differential never matters in terms of tiebreakers right so we'll never have like that crazy game with Brett Favre remember in the nineties yeah but point differential right, yeah. that you know that was one game out of two hundred fifty six if you were lucky yeah yeah. Well, but that, by the way, that always sort of annoyed me because during the season, you know, you're, uh, you know, the other team goes for goes for it and turns it over on downs inside like the fifth, their own 15 yard line with like a minute to go. Yeah. And then you, your team who's already won the game, you just come out and kneel. And I never said why, like kick the field goal because point differential could potentially matter at the end of the season. It mattered so little. It wasn't worth a brawl. 
Uh, but I mean, it obviously does matter because once in a while we'd see those crazy week 17 scenarios. Mm-hmm. I mean, so well, okay, this is a good segue. So let's get to the late games that don't matter. So India Jacksonville doesn't matter for either one of these teams, but because of strength of victory, the Raiders need Indy to win, which is why this game was flexed to four o'clock to be at the same time as the Tennessee Houston game and the Oakland Denver game and yeah. the Pittsburgh Baltimore game. Yeah, which so, sucks for the Colts. So, yeah. so, like we literally don't care. Why are you making us play, have it three more hours in our season? Yeah, um, but I think Indy's going to win this game, right? They're going to play for pride and play for the Raiders. I think so. <laughs> I will say, I will say, there's no, um, th- I, there's no precedent that I remember in following very closely, like Week 16, Week 17 in the NFL season, what happened to the Titans where a team loses in Week 16 and somehow and improves no their standing. Oh. They didn't improve, it just had no impact. No, they improved their standing. It w- they were in a better spot after Week 16 than they were before Week 16. They needed oh, help, but and now be- they don't need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they but, lost. But that was, but, but that was not because of their game. That's because of other teams' games. But it's just crazy that that they are in a better yes. spot despite losing. I've never seen that before in 30 I years. Mean, that happens all the time. Teams clinch despite a loss. The Vikings, if they lose today, will be in a better spot this week than they were last week. Right? If the Vikings lose tonight, they're still in a better spot than they were before their game. Because before their game, the Rams could have made the playoffs. But the Rams lost, and so the Vikings clinched. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. I guess. I guess. I'm just thinking of it in yeah. the sense where they haven't clinched yet. They're yeah. They're it, in a better. Yeah. No, I do think. I, I do think what I'm saying is sort of true. Where I don't remember yeah. the last time a team lost and went from you know seven to the six to six to the seven. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it's because all the other teams lost. But yeah. Um. All right. So uh, and then the other meaningless game. The Steelers the would have ruined the playoffs. That's how bad they are. Yes. And I'm glad. Look, I said the Jets were going to beat them, and you know, one of the few things. Mason Mason Rudolph, the truth is, looked like Joe Joe Montana compared to Duck Hodges. So. To Duck. Too bad he got hurt. I don't hurt. understand why they ever switched off. Not that Rudolph was great, but he was always better. It's than like Duck. it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's like, oh, yeah. he's playing poorly, so let's bring another guy. But the other guy sucks. Same thing with Kyle Allen versus Will Greer. Like I'm sure Kyle yeah. Allen had really been struggling for like six weeks. Yeah, but the difference is there. They actually want to see what Will Greer has because he was a higher true, draft pick than Kyle Allen, true, and they're true. out of the playoffs. Whereas Pittsburgh is actually playing for their lives. I mean, Greer so. sucked, but like. He had a decent arm. Like he did a couple of things. Mm. It was. Yeah. I played the Colts defense in my one league that has defense special teams. Thirty points because two punt returns for touchdowns. <sighs> I mean, yeah. there are seasons that there's only two or three punt returns for touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, now, if you were to play Naheem Hines, do you get uh, do you get those touchdowns? It depends double on the league. I don't know. Yeah. It depends on the league. Yep. Um, all right. So the other meaningless game, uh, late game, is the Cardinals at the Rams, aforementioned Rams. Uh, just great to see them go all in, make all these trades. They have no draft picks until, like, you know, my kid's bar mitzvah, and they're not making the playoffs. And and I think there's their left tackle's 38. Gurley, if he's not washed yet, you know, could be washed at some point soon. By the way, people complain about Gurley. I think he has, like, 14 touchdowns on the season or something. Yeah, no, Gurley very quietly has been useful, but yeah, he's fine. I, if, the, if the Rams could rip up that contest. David, he's, not, he's no David Johnson or, you know, a lot of Saquon who completely screwed you until having a 40-point week 16 when you're out of the playoffs. If, if yeah, I hated when people were like, well, Saquon Barkley is like every yeah. team with Saquon. Saquon Barkley was the lowest on the lowest percentage of, of teams of other than, like, teams, teams yeah. that were starting A.J. Green, who just weren't updated. Other than Lamar time. Jackson and McCaffrey, who's the player who's the highest ownership of champions? Probably it's uh, Kenyon Drake. No, I saw this answer. Uh, it's Michael Thomas and oh, Mike Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas is one, and um, I guess Lamar was high, but I'm not sure if he was one or two. Because in a one quarterback league, I guess it doesn't matter. matter a little it, less, it's irrelevant. But, yeah, but it, but Kenya, it's got to be Kenyon Drake because Kenyon Drake is like. People but it's really also right. like a league where people pay attention. I don't know. I'll give you a, a big one. I mean, he didn't help. Super you fan Robbie, by the way, yeah. won the AAYFFL for the first time. Mazel Tov, super fan Robbie. And he was he had a terrible team. He was he was he had the ninth best team in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But he uh, got hot. He, but he had like he he scored 150 points a game in the playoffs. 
Drake and all his guys just went on fire. So I think um, I don't know. It would be someone who's like someone who pays attention and picks guys up, like Drake, Darren Waller, somebody who was like not drafted but had a useful. No, Waller was season. definitely drafted. Yeah, I guess Waller. Waller was never a free agent. Yeah, and Drake, by the way, Robbie, uh, Drake was owned in our league also because remember he was the starter in Miami. The yes, of the year. that's true. Yeah, so uh, Robbie trade Robbie acquired him in like early in September twenty seventh or twenty third. I actually looked this up because I was curious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he just sat on his bench until he uh, decided to go bonkers. All right, so Arizona at the at the uh, at the Rams, mm-hmm. uh, the the Cardinals visiting their their well not their former home anymore, but two teams that used to play in St. Louis no longer play in St. Louis. Uh, who do you have winning this game? Uh, uh, if it's going to be Hundley, I'll say the Rams. All right, uh, is Kyler not playing? I didn't realize that. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, I think he's going to sit. No, that's that's too bad because he had a very good rookie season. Yeah, he was great. Very, very, very quietly yeah. unbelievable. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He Especially when you think like Mayfield took a step back, Darnold took only a very slight step forward. He was better as a rookie than almost any rookie we've ever seen. I mean, Dak was better, but other than that, yeah. name a rookie who had a better rookie season. No, in the last certainly, let's say you know Luck maybe, but I guess he was better than Luck ultimately. Yeah, I mean, Luck won eleven games, but you know that was a. Uh, you know that was very lucky. Uh, pun intended. Not really intended but kind of yeah, funny. I'd All say right, in, okay. in the 2000s, Kyler could put himself up with basically anybody. All right, so let, let, let's jump to the games that mean something. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. So again, the Packers. Now we don't know if the Packers beat the Vikings today. Then they're playing for like to, to get a bye, basically. Mm-hmm. If they lose to the Vikings, then they can still win the division. Then then they need to win to win the division. So the Packers have to win this game either way. Okay. And the Lions, you know, have been, the Lions have lost what seven in a row now, but the Lions' scores have been pretty close. They've been keeping it relatively close in a lot of their games. Oh uh, yeah, but they're not going to win this game. There's nothing. To talk yeah, they're not going to win, but it's a nine and a half point spread. I think that's too much. The Packers haven't blown anybody out for the most part, and they have a couple. And and the and the Lions, you know, the Lions probably want some revenge for the way that that bullshit game ended in Lambeau earlier in the year. So I'm going to take the Lions to cover, but yeah, you can't take the Lions to win this game. Mm-hmm. Although as a Vikings fan, obviously I have wishful thinking. Uh, the Vikings Bears game. So if the Vikings lose. Tonight to the Packers. Mm-hmm. This game is meaningless. The Vikings, I think, are locked into the six. If the Vikings win, though, then it's very important. Not only because if the Packers were to lose, the Vikings could get the two or the three seed, but the Vikings beating the Bears, they lock into the five, which means that they get to play the Eagles, Cowboys, and they get to avoid the uh, the six seed, which means you have to go at you know Green Bay or Seattle or whatever. So the Vikings have a lot to play for. Last week they had every, last year they had everything to play for in Week 17 against the Bears. The Bears not only were they not trying, the Bears were actually incentivized to lose the game for their playoff um, uh, situation, and the Vikings still found a way to lose. So very pessimistic about this. Uh, no matter how bad the Bears look against everyone else, including last night, I'm still terrified of that defense when when they go up against Kirk Cousins. So I'm going to pick the Vikings to win, but I'm going to pick the Bears to cover. I got the Vikings all the way, win and cover. Um, did you did you over our million-dollar bets from last week? Yeah. Okay, up, yeah, you, you, we each won $200 million. Oh, I, well, let's also do, um, when we finish these picks, let's do the college football semis. Okay. With the all lines. Right. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, New Orleans at Carolina. So this is a game again that means something for the seeding. The Saints want to lock up the one seed. They could drop to the two or even I think possibly the three, uh, depending on what happens. Uh, Carolina went into New Orleans and very nearly beat them just a couple of weeks ago. Now it's at home. I don't. Who are they starting at quarterback? Are they? Do we know for sure? Carolina. I assume Greer. Yeah. They're they're giving him another chance. I mean, I don't even I, I don't even think there's any like reporters to ask. They're, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're ridiculous, uh, you know, who, who's their uh, Perry Fuel? Like, who's it's interesting because a, a lot of times a coach gets fired and the team bounces back and overperforms a little bit, which makes sense because a coach is fired because the team is not doing well, which means just by regression to the mean, they'll do better. But this team has totally, I mean, them and the Lions are on the longest losing streaks in the league. Yeah, but there's just not a lot there right now. McCaffrey is like truly the whole team. 
Yeah, but McCaffrey's having a historic season. I mean, I, McCaffrey should be the MVP. Of the year. He should be the MVP. Well, he should be offensive player. They'll be of the 0 year. 16 with with like actually. Le'Veon I don't Bell. know. Between him and Lamar, it's going to be a close race. But uh, his, I mean, it's, he's at 3,100 yards from scrimmage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Even in a game last week where he gets nothing running, he gets 15 catches for 119 yards or something ridiculous. So yeah, he's a complete machine. Um, I'm going to pick Carolina to cover. This line is way too big. It's 12 and a half. Twelve and a half is too many, too much for almost any week seventeen game. So I'll have them covering yeah. also. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, if nothing else, it'll be like a backdoor cover. I think. All right. Miami at New England. The Patriots need to win this game uh, to uh, preserve a bye because if they lose and Kansas City wins, they would drop to the three seed. Miami's so fun. Yeah, Miami is like I thought this line also. This line is like fifteen and a half or sixteen. That's way. You know, you said ten and a half, so you were on the. I said fourteen, so I was a little bit closer. But to me, like this line. I'm definitely taking the Dolphins. How are the Patriots going to score that many points? No, it's ridiculous. And the, Dolphin, the, the Dolphins' offense look better than the Patriots the last few weeks. Yeah, the, the only way the Patriots score this many points like they did against the Bengals is if they get pick sixes and stuff, which obviously Fitzpatrick could do. I mean, I guess their defense, but, like, playing its you know its normal A game should shut. Like, the Dolphins shouldn't really be able to move the ball that much. But, by the way, you yeah. were you said Devon, Devontae Parker was shot before the year, and he really has looked great. Yeah, sorry. Well, he, what, he fooled me once, twice, three times, four times, five times, what, six but times? But here's the thing. Everyone who Adam Gase left has gotten better. That's why yeah. it's so scary as a Jets fan. Well, that's why it's so promising as a Jets fan, because eventually he'll get fired. No, that's the problem if he was going to get fired this week, but it doesn't look like yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Chargers at – well, if they beat the Bills, he's definitely not getting fired. So, yeah, Chargers at the Chiefs. Another game, again, the Chiefs could play trying to get a bye. Um, and uh, Philip Rivers possibly last game of his career. What do you think? If, if I had to guess right now, I'd say yes. Okay. I think so he looks he... shot. I, I just he doesn't have it anymore. He's like Eli. This is the s- symbolic sidearm, uh, handi- passing of the torch from uh, Rivers to Mahomes. Yeah, I mean I, they might have like done better the last six weeks with Tyrod Taylor, to be honest. I mean, I, I, it just I don't know what they again. They went into Jacksonville and absolutely murdered them. The next week they played the Vikings close for a half and then just became a comedy of errors in the second half. And then they go home to Oakland. Now they don't really have a home, and there's definitely more Raiders fans for sure in LA than there are. Chargers he just doesn't. Fans. Rivers doesn't have it anymore. Like there's not really much yeah. to you know analyze other than that. All right. Um. So you're so you're definitely uh you're giving these points then. Um. What's not, what's the line? It, it's seven, and I I I guess seven and a half. Simmons at thirteen and a half. That's way too much. I, I think I'm I think I'm taking the points because not only because I think that the Chargers can keep it relatively close, but also if the Patriots are winning. And Houston is well. Well, if, no, because if Houston wins and the Chiefs lose, then the Chiefs still need to win to maintain the three seed, right? They don't want to drop to the four. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Chiefs have to play no matter what. But I'm going to take the points anyways. Yeah, I'll take the points too. Yep. All right. Okay. So let's get to the late games that matter. Washington, Dallas. You know, Dallas completely lays an egg in Philadelphia. I thought Philly would win, but I did not think that that Dallas wouldn't score a touchdown against Philly's awful secondary. I'm not sure. Like, do we blame Dak? Do we blame? You know, people were saying, like, why wasn't Cooper in the game down the stretch if he wasn't injured? And, like, what the hell was the clapper thinking? On the other hand, like, he got, like, what, a dozen targets or something ridiculous. So they were throwing the ball to Cooper. Or they were trying to. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the Eagles, yeah. I mean, they were covering him. It seemed like they were they kept throwing it to Gallup. Uh, and then the fourth quarter was all Cobb. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I, I, it's, look, obviously, any any loss for the Cowboys is obviously shot in front of the rest of us. Um, I would love to see Washington going to Dallas and win. I can't see it happening. Dallas has been blowing out their divisional opponents at home all year long. That's the one thing they've been good at. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, when after the Eagles-Cowboys game, I was thinking, like, oh, who has the Giants? Because the Giants are a zillion times friskier than the Redskins. 
I don't know how I can say that when those teams were literally equally frisky for 60 minutes yesterday. I'd be could not have so been, much scared. They could not have so been closer in their friskness. Well, first of all, Haskins, who played really well, is not going to play. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Keenum played pretty good also. Uh, by the way, Daniel Jones, we were just arguing about this in one of my uh, ch- group chats just before we started recording. He starts his career against the Bucks with just an incredible, incredible game. One of the best games we've ever seen a rookie have. And then last week, he had one of the best games we've ever seen a rookie have with, what, 380-something yards and five touchdowns and no tur- and no interceptions. In between, he's been quite poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and injured. So what is he... Yeah, and all yeah, and he missed the game, two games. So what does he do uh, at home against the Eagles, trying to spoil it for the Eagles? What does he do? Is there any chance the Giants win this game? Yeah, I think there is a chance. The Are Eagles suck. Uh, the Eagles do suck. What's the line? The line right now that I saw was five. Yeah, that's it's that's what you know. Vegas showing you that the Giants have a chance to win the game. Um, I, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna take the points. I would stay away from this on both sides, and I'll pick the Eagles to win. But man. It would be so sweet if the Eagles win this game and then the Cowboys. Like, this game ends first, and then you see just, like, so many awful shots of Jerry losing 13-10 to 10 in, like, the rain in Washington. Or I don't yeah, know where that, that game, game is. In, that game's in Dallas. In Dallas. So even better. Yeah. Even better for his, like, suite or whatever. Yeah, I, I think I think that I, I, I don't see. I mean, I can see Philly losing. I, yeah, I think somebody said that the Cowboys' chance to make the playoffs is, like, 3-1. to one. I would put it higher than that. Because the mm-hmm. Cowboys are not going to lose to Washington. It's not going to happen. I think it's. I think it might happen. I think that's an 80% Both like these teams the suck. All four of these teams are awful. Yeah, the Dallas is not awful, though. I mean, look, again, D- Dallas' point differential is much better than the Packers and the, and, the, and the Seahawks. There are so many weeks where they just do not show up at all. If Dallas is the four seed and they're hosting the, 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 the Seahawks, they're, they're going to win that game. Are they going to be favored? Well, I guess it depends what we see from Seattle uh, on the final Sunday night game, right? Because they're number one, number two, and number three running backs are all out for the year now. and it's Seattle looks lifeless against the, the Niners. Cowboys are a one-point favorite in that game, I think. It's more than one. Oh, you think it's three? It's more, if, 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 if Seattle gets blown out by San Francisco, it's more... If the Cowboys win over Washington, you know, 41-10, to 10, and, the, and they make the playoffs because they Well, let's say it's 14-10. to 10. Whatever it is. The, the Cowboys will be favored by more than three if Seattle looks bad. Unbelievable. Because Seattle... That, that's the that's the with our with the system we have you win the division no matter how bad you are you get you, you get no a, but you I'm know, just saying like well then may I, but you know the C, first of all line can't be much higher either way because the Seahawks don't play games that are much more than three yeah all right uh, Oakland at Denver technically means something uh, but it's not going to mean anything because Denver's going to win this game uh, yeah you had Oakland favored which makes no sense to me Denver's the better team they've been better all year yeah Oakland does suck yeah where's this game in Denver. This game's in Denver. Yeah, I'll have Denver winning this game. Who cares? Yeah. By the way, what I could I would not. Love to I'm see so I like. I'll watch any bad game of college, the pros, anything that's close. Every time that Denver Detroit game came on, my <laughs> eyes like avert your eyes. My, yeah. I, 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 my eyes literally would not look at the TV. Like I was looking well, at you, some of the. You went thing. to sleep and missed Sunday Night Football, but Sunday Night Football was like that also. That was unwatchable. Um, like I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago the Vikings had a game like that against the Lions, which was like an unwatchably boring, like blowout, yes. like low scoring blowout. Yeah, I mean, the worst that, game. That's of the what year. the whole the con- that's game. what the whole country had to see between the Chiefs and the Bears. It sucks night. because uh, going into my fantasy championship, the guy was playing, made so many errors, had Robinson and Miller as his receivers. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. So like, how did he make a championship? Uh, well, those weren't his receivers the whole year. He lost. He lost guys to injury. Okay, but he uh, all right. he started. But anyway, I lost to him, and my team never scored. I had like, I don't think I ever scored under one fifteen the entire season. I never had a bad week, 
and in the same with the he same choked. the same rules as I didn't even choke. My team put up a big number. He had Lamar and Fitz go insane, and Miles Sanders. He didn't start Gurley, which I thought was nuts. And he had Miles Sanders. How's this guy in the championship starting Fitzpatrick and Anthony Miller? Because he had Lamar and somebody else good who also just got hurt. Okay. Okay. Um, but first of all, Lamar. Second of all, he yeah. was, you know, he, he had a lot of lucky wins. He was the three seed, but he had a lot of lucky wins. Le- um, yeah. Lamar, Fitz, Sanders, and Devonta Freeman. But literally, the guy won with eight points from his two crappy uh, Chicago wide receivers. O.J. Howard. There's a defense in that league. He started the Tampa defense against Houston. Which all right, was, people don't care about other people's fantasy enough to hear this. Everyone this cares. <laughs> uh, so, so what I'm so. rooting for, by the way. I'm but I had Hopkins for... and Watson stack. And that did nothing. Uh, so I knew I was done on, on Saturday. Yeah, Hopkins, Hopkins, uh, not so great this year, as I told you. All right. What do you uh, mean? He my, was I, great. You're a moron. He's like the third scoring receiver in the NFL. He had a lot of catches. So if you do PPR, he was If okay. you do, I do have but, PPR. It's the same rules right. as your dumb leagues. Hopkins yeah, I, had a I, great I, year. He had three w- bad w- weeks early. When, and, no, when I when I traded him, he was outside the top 10. I think we had this argument. He was exactly like Yeah, and then he, he league, it was his so. first week that wasn't incredible in the last 11 weeks. No, he was bad two of the last three weeks because the person I traded him to complained about his no-shows in the playoffs. He had one good playoff game and two bad playoff games. You're a clown. Hopkins, may, you're may, saying Hopkins was not a top five fantasy receiver this year? On the year? On the year. Hold on. Let me go check right now. This is a riveting podcast. I mean, obviously, you know, Thomas is one. There's a chance he's two, Chester. Godwin, Mike Evans. Well, but, but the, see, the problem is a lot of these guys are like points per game because some of these guys have been shut down now. Yeah, it's it's not points per game. It's how many points. It doesn't help you in in the playoffs if your guy is on the freaking IR. All right, yeah. So uh, yeah, because points per game, Godwin's two, Evans is three, mm-hmm. Julio's four. Okay, but uh, but season total. Let's see. So see, he's not top five in, in per game, but season total. Oh yeah, he's all the way up to three. Yeah, and that's a, that's a function of showing up because he's played every week. Yeah. So, and uh, my other guy's Thomas. So couldn't couldn't have done much better. Yeah. Andre. Um, yeah, but uh, this when I had him, he put up a six, a nine, a three, twelve, twelve. Yeah, he did nothing tra- at the beginning of the year, and then yeah, he, then I he, traded him. And, I'll miss yeah, this fantasy yeah. team so much. I wish I could keep it to next year. Yeah, the the team that lost got it. Um, okay, so yeah, anyway, so I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Indy to win. I'm rooting for Tennessee to lose. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Pittsburgh to lose. I'm rooting for it to all line up perfectly for Oakland, and then uh, for Oakland to lose also. <laughs> it would be great if if Gruden makes the playoffs. None of these teams deserve to make. Oh, well, I mean, I guess Tennessee. So Gruden's going to miss the playoffs. They're going to go to Vegas. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to be the coach next year. What happens yeah. if they suck again next year? Uh, he's got a ten-year contract. Like when, when you know, because normally if you don't make the playoffs after three no, years, no, Mark you're gone. Davis is not. Far- no, no chance. I know he would it, maybe after three years in Oakland, in Vegas. The reason the or in Vegas, the reason Davis gave him that contract is so that he can be the face of the franchise in Oakland. I understand. In Vegas, what if, what if they go yeah. one in fifteen next year? Well, then he's in trouble in 2021 unless they... Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I think he's like games. the first coach ever who, who has got four years automatically. Because everyone now gets three yeah. years of... Well, he's lucky. the first coach ever who got a 10-year, $100 million contract. So, it's yeah, that so makes insane. sense. It's so insane yeah. to give him 10 years, $100 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially because, you know, he had a coach in a decade before that. All right. So uh, what are the other uh, games that we have, the late games we discussed? Uh, Philly, the Giants. Okay, so Oakland. Okay, so now let's discuss the the two games that have the most relevance for the wild card. So Pittsburgh, they need to win and they need Tennessee to lose. Pittsburgh goes into Baltimore. And uh, you thought Pitts would be favored by four and a half. I thought this was a pick because even without Lamar Jackson, and he took a couple of hits last week that Baltimore, ha- you, you don't need to rest the guy for three weeks, but also you have to be careful with Lamar Jackson, right? He almost died. He really came like six inches yeah. from dying. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Baltimore's going to win this game anyways. Pittsburgh sucks. Yeah, the truth is when I was with doing our, that line, I was with thinking our, much with more RG3, about RG3. With RG3, Baltimore is still a way better team. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. 
So I'm picking Baltimore. I will say the Pittsburgh I'm, defense I'm, and I, and is I'm definitely giving the points. Having just played both of them, the Pittsburgh defense is a lot better than the Baltimore defense. Pittsburgh defense is frightening. The Baltimore defense, the, the, like Darnold moved up and down the field against against the defense. He did not do that after the first drive against Pittsburgh. You know what's frightening? I just looked up and saw a picture of your face on uh, Queen Victoria's body on my wall. Oh, that is frightening. <laughs> All right, and, uh, and let's get to the Tennessee-Houston game. So we thought this game is going to be flexed. This game is going to be for the division. It's going to be a play-in. And then Houston had to go and ruin everything Ruined by it. winning on Saturday in Tampa. Yeah, this would have got flexed. And the uh, you know they were stuck and they had to make Seattle, San Francisco. But that would have been fun if it, if this was for something. Yeah. Instead, Houston. Now they still do have something to play for. Yeah. So I'm not. This is a line also that confuses me a little bit. Um. Well, uh, Bill O'Brien said that they're going right. Well, they have they they the Kansas City's in that weird spot where they could lose. They could go to the two, but they could fall to the four. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Houston's playing for either the three or the four, which is not a huge four. difference. And, not a big I, difference. I thought Tennessee would be favored. I picked. I guess they'd be favored by two and a half, but they're favored by four. It's Houston. So what did Bill O'Brien say? He just said that they're going to play. Yeah, and he's I in think, charge. I think, I think there's a difference between the three and the four, especially because like you don't think about it this way, but it could definitely have an impact on hosting the, like the conference championship if you get that far. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying to my dad today, the best team in the NFC, in my opinion, is the 49ers. and if every single favorite wins. The 49ers are going to be the sixth seed. Excuse me. If, if the 49ers are favored in Seattle. But if every single favorite wins and Seattle wins, which is the home team, which is the team that should be favored in that game ordinarily, mm-hmm. if, then San Francisco is going to be the sixth seed. It's very likely that San Francisco could be the sixth seed is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And as a Vikings fan, likely to be in the five seed, I think there's a huge difference between the five and the six. Because if I think San Francisco is the best team in the, in the in the conference, then that means that they're like a very likely opponent for the Vikings at some point. And if they play, it would be in the NFC Championship game. And if the Vikings are the five, then they'd host that game. So, like, there's a difference between three and four. There's a difference between five and six. Like, these seedings matter, even if you're not getting a bye. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I think Houston should be trying to win this game. And I think they are going to try to win this game. But I think Tennessee is going to win. Um, I agree with everything you just said. All right. Um, now, would I give the four points? No. I think I would take the points because I think it's a, it's a pretty close toss-up type game. Mm-hmm. But, all right. So, the only disagreement we have... And what, what our regular season, picking winners and losers, entire season, we're tied 6-6 with four ties. So what it's all coming down to is that I have the Cincinnati Bengals and you have the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> wow. The whole season down to that. Oh, no. Excuse me. I forgot about Week 17. I forgot about the Sunday night game. San Francisco at Seattle. Game 256. Oh, sorry. What's the line? Yeah. So San Francisco's favored by three in Seattle. San Francisco's been better all year. As, again, yeah, I'm picking the spot. Niners. I, 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 I'm a little worried about the about how useless Wilson looked last week, forgetting about the running backs. But it's one game. He was looking like an MVP candidate for most of the season. I know. I know, but he screwed me over. I had Wilson and Wentz last week. They did nothing. Oh, I lost so money. Oh, so you're mad about Yeah, I'm furious with him. Yeah, I, I mean, again, San Francisco's much better, but Seattle went into San Francisco and won already. Seattle's been pulling games out of their butts all season long, and this is such, such a critical game because Seattle, you know, they're playing for a bye versus to be the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. There's a dramatic difference there. Um. I don't know. Seattle just, I mean, they just lost at home to Arizona. Like, you know, we both were quite confident that we both put money in it that the Cardinals were going to cover nine and a half. Yeah. But we didn't think the Cardinals were going to go in there and win that game. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, All right, fine. Uh, You're going to pick San Francisco just so we have something to root for. I'll take Seattle. Okay. But I don't feel strongly about it. And I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. So neither one of us has has assigned any billion dollar bets. Are we not making billion dollar bets this week? I am. I am. But they're all in college football. Oh, all right. So let's hear your college football. Okay, so bets. LSU, 13 and a half point favorites uh, in Oklahoma. Do you have uh, an opinion on this? Yeah, I was leaning towards LSU before the suspensions. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if the suspensions have a huge impact. I mean, the running back is important, right? And the, and the defensive guy, I forget his name. He starts, I think. Yeah, but I think the receivers. Uh, the receivers I, like one catch. Thirteen and a half to me is too much. I'm I'm going to take Oklahoma here. I don't think Oklahoma should be in the final four. Anymore, no, they shouldn't. So. They're not the fourth best team, but that doesn't mean LSU is going to yeah. blow them out. So I, yeah. I'll put a hundred million Oklahoma, and okay. then Clemson, Ohio State. I'm going to put a hundred million on Clemson minus two. I think that that line should be like four and a half. I don't. I don't think Oklahoma, Ohio State has a forty-nine percent chance, which is basically what a two a two-point uh, line is saying. That's just you're going to win or win by you know uh, lose by one or win. Um, but I also want. I mean, look, yeah, yeah I want to put. Well, I, I, I was I, all year long. I thought Ohio State was the best team in the, in college. Now they looked bad for a half against Wisconsin. So does that mean we just change our minds about them? It's surprising to me that they dropped all the way to the three. The, 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 everyone has said this, but the Clemson Ohio State winner will definitely win the national championship. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I think that they're both better than LSU. Yeah, I understand and, you know, why LSU has to be the yeah, one. Like an undefeated winner that. of the SEC makes sense, but all the yeah. one, two, and three are just light years better in terms of accomplishments than than four. And you know, Alabama, yeah. Georgia are both better than Oklahoma. Um, yeah. uh, look, give me a, a hundred million on Iowa minus two against the USC. Oh, we're doing other bowls now. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm I'm putting a lot of money on bowls. Can we put real money on bowls? I want to bet. I want to bet some. Throw some I mean, real. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, but you're in Jersey. I want to like. I want to start like a real gambling consortium here. Okay. Could have all of our listeners involved. Consortium. Consortium. Um, yeah. uh, Wake Forest plus four against Zach Brooks's Michigan State Spartans. What, what, what do you have such strong opinions about Wake Forest for? I watched every f- freaking football game this season. Okay. I had I had three screens all year on college football. Name five players on Wake Forest. I can't name one, but I watch them play. <laughs> okay, I watch every game. Um, okay. uh, Louisiana Tech plus six versus Miami. That's just because Miami has nothing to play for. Miami right? has nothing to play for. It's a crappy game. He, one of my theories also is like, if you go to like the Aloha Bowl, you go to Vegas, like your trip is about having fun and getting the sweet pack, you know, like the shoes or yeah, whatever. They get thousands of dollars worth of packaging. Oh, but these guys are uh, can't get paid. If you they go to the Idaho it. Bowl or this is the in Shreveport, Louisiana or wherever. Yeah, not ideal. Idaho. Then you're going to play the game. Do you know what I mean? You're like indoor okay. shivering and and so you're going to play the game. But Miami's not getting up for this game. Louisiana Tech's getting up. So I've I want 200 million on Louisiana Tech. I watched Miami all year. They are terrible. Oh, 200 million. Wow. Miami okay. like best players are who I can name by the way, unlike uh, unlike Wake Forest, are are like crappy transfers from other schools that did nothing. They have no quarterback. Miami sucks. So that's okay. 200 million dollars on them. One, uh, two, three, four. That's 600 million dollars you're putting on the line. Yeah. We have more. Yeah, I got more. Oh, more. Let's hear them. Um. Well, uh, do you have any? Do you want to put any money? Alabama's a touchdown favorite over Michigan on New Year's Day. That's yeah, it. I mean, uh, Alabama's definitely going to cover. Michigan is not going to show up. First of all, Michigan never shows up in bowls when they have disappointing seasons. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, Alabama's, Alabama's backups are are obviously much better than Michigan. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm not putting money on a bowl because I don't follow it closely enough. But uh, I think Alabama's going to blow the doors off of Michigan. Uh, what about your Minnesota Golden Gophers at the same time? Against uh, another Alabama team, the Auburn Tigers, my famous. Yeah, nemesis. so it's interesting how the how the Gopher season goes because if we had been told before the season, listen, your team is going to be you know a top fifteen team, they're going to play a bowl game against Auburn, they're going to go ten and two, everybody would have signed up for it. Mm-hmm. But because the way it ended against Wisconsin, plus you know the miserable loss at, at Iowa, which is what you know prevented them, that that's like the real inexcusable one more than Wisconsin, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the way it ended, like people are sort of disappointed. I think though, I think PJ Fleck has them ready to go. And I think that they are going to show up and they are going to try. Now, I think Auburn's better than them. Now, if you get seven and a half, that's a big half point. Yeah, so I don't know what to do here because I, Auburn's clearly the better team, but I do think Minnesota's going to try. Interesting. 
Why? Do you have a take on this? Uh, game? Well, give me 100 million Tennessee against Indiana. One and a half points. Okay. I'm going nuts with the Bulls. Uh, I want 100 million on Wisconsin plus three against uh, Oregon plus three against Wisconsin. You're picking Oregon. I'm picking Oregon against Wisconsin. And that's it. I'm going to stay away from the Big Ten versus Alabama based teams. Yeah, so I mean, it's interesting to me that you see Wisconsin blow up Minnesota, outplay Ohio State for a half, and you're not impressed. I'm impressed. I just think Oregon is really good. I mean, if Wisconsin had beaten Iowa in that game, I think they should have been there over Oklahoma. Now, they wouldn't have been with two losses, you know, over, but anyway. All right, so are those all your bowl bets? Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. A lot, lot of bowl money uh, on the line for Kiwi there. Um, all right, so what else? So it's the end of the year. we got to start doing some of our top tens of the year, right? Yeah, but I think this episode's gone on so long. I don't think we need to like burn the content here. So let's let's regroup and think about it, and then we'll we'll figure out where we're going. No, let's, let's listen. It's it's already December twenty third. Let's give him a taste. All right. No, no taste. Yes, taste. Let's do our no. Cause cause this those is are not the even, Okay, let's just do our top ten podcast of the year because that's not no. Even, that's I, that might be a podcast. It might be its own podcast. No, no, that's not a podcast. You you told me that we were doing top tens, and I made the effort to go through these lists. So let's do a top ten. So how about this? So we'll have one in the can. We could say to the patrons, "Hey, you, you know, I, you, this you owe us." Long. We're, we're at forty-five minutes. Let's go. Five minutes. Let's go. That's top a, no. We're wasting content. It's insane. Wasting. So this gold. Top ten podcast is not an episode by itself, though. I also love the fact that we're a podcast that tells people to go to listen to other podcasts. Uh, <laughs> well, what are we supposed to not tell people? Like this is the only yeah. podcast to listen to. That that would be awesome. Yeah, isn't isn't, isn't that your uh, Twitter profile? Doesn't it say that the only podcast on the internet? Yeah. Um, let's let's yeah. do that elsewhere or, or next. I, this is insane. Okay, fine. You suck. All right, Keith. Talk to you later. Bye. Have yourself a merry little Christmas now.
Hi, this is Dr. Laurie Santos. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. We believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood.